Welcome back to the NBC Weekly. We have our final episode of the year. Um, as always, I'm your host, Scott Prirost, and with me I have my sports reporter, Jacob Yurish. How's it going, Jacob? Doing pretty good. Uh, the weather is a little cool, but uh, still a really nice day. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're going to look into the uh, Missouri Valley Conference softball, kind of the middle of the pack we're going to look at today, but we're going to start off talking about uh, the Illinois State Redbirds. Um, co- coming off of a 2-1 series win over Evansville, uh, with just one series remaining against Southern Illinois, who we will talk about a little later. Um, but the Redbirds, a little bit of a bounce back weekend. Um, Evansville's is definitely no pushover. Um, they're eight and sixteen, but I mean eight wins in the Missouri Valley Conference is always a good feat. Uh, but you would have liked to get that sweep, uh, maybe close the ground on you and I, even though that gap's not looking great, and then uh, maybe give you some space from Murray State, who's just a game back, and you. Uh, you did sweep them, I believe, earlier this year. Was that, or have they not played yet this year? I don't believe so. They did not play. Yeah, so Murray State actually passed Missouri State. Then Missouri State passed Illinois State. Wow, a lot of switches in the standings. I, I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention this past weekend, but a lot of flip flop because Murray State was a game back of Missouri State, right? So that mm-hmm. would mean that Missouri State won two out of three then, and then Illinois State dropped because they only went two and one against Evansville. So a lot of switching in the standings there. Um, kind of a big weekend then coming up, definitely for the Redbirds, who are two games back from uh, the Bears. Yeah, it's going to be a really big weekend because Murray State plays Missouri State, uh, so that's going to be a very key matchup for ISU and their standings. Uh, but yeah, their matchup against Evansville, they just they really needed to win that series after what you and I uh, did to them the week prior. But I mean. We've talked about it before. You and I is kind of in a class of our own, especially offensively. Um, but Hannah Ross has been really good lately. Uh, she's allowed five run runs in her last 21 innings, uh, had 16 strikeouts in 14 inning, uh, 14.2 innings against Evansville. So she was just dominant. Uh, Dana Kennedy had three hits and four, four RBIs in their last one against Evansville. Emmy Olsen's continued to be productive. And Abby Knight, just the top of the order, has continued to really push this offense. Um, but yeah, this this weekend is going to be very huge. You need because, the sweep. Well, you need the sweep, but you also uh, are hoping that uh, Murray State can take care of Missouri State, so then you can hopefully jump. But granted, Murray State's right in there as well, so I don't know. I I know, I know the standings are right there, like those three teams. Oh, between the top three, or you mean the middle three? I mean, between ISU, Murray Those State. Those three, um, I think it's three games, or two and a half, I think is what it is, actually. No, it is three. From Missouri State to Murray State, there's three games. And then Illinois State is two and a half games back of Missouri State. They played one less conference game. And then Murray State is half a game back of Illinois State. So, yeah, three-game difference between those three teams right there. Um, and, I mean, like you said, it, it's it's – tight there and that's arguably the biggest series for both of those teams this year because I don't think yeah Missouri State can't catch you and I um Murray State could easily catch Illinois State and I mean if you're Illinois State you can't lose a game knowing that you're just half a game ahead yeah uh granted if Murray State just drops one and then you go two and one you still hold it but you want to sweep yeah and then like you said I mean you're hoping if Murray State somehow is able to sweep Missouri State and the Redbirds, I think they would, yeah, they would jump Missouri State. I don't know. It's weird that they're playing um, 
different amount of conference games. I don't know. Does, am I, does Cancellations this, might have played a factor. I, I just thought they'd try to reschedule it, but, I mean, for, like, maybe a midweek game, but I guess not. So that half a game could be huge. Yeah. I mean, Illinois State sweeps and, Missouri, and Murray State sweeps, and then you got Illinois State as the two seed right there. But realistically, I think you're looking at, if ISU can get the sweep, you're looking at uh, UNI, MSU, Illinois State, Murray State in that order, most likely um, in the top three, uh, or top four, I mean, who are going to get the buys there in the MVC tournament. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I mean, the Redbirds are back to their winning ways. They're doing what they do best. Emmy Olsen, like you said, has been amazing this year, and Hannah Ross continues to be lights out. I mean, 209 ERA is just an incredible number in 27 appearances, which is She's throwing so much. I can't imagine how tired that arm is at yeah. this time of the year. Uh, but regardless, I mean, they're doing what they need to do right now. Um, big weekend ahead. Um, it's at home at Marion Kinnear Stadium, so try to get out to that one and uh, cheer on the Redbirds as they look to uh, potentially climb to that number two spot in the uh, MVC standings. Uh, we'll move on to the next team that we're going to talk about today. Uh, the Indiana State Sycamore is currently sitting fifth. Um Two games out of that uh, that four seed, which I believe is where the byline or yeah where the byline is, um, Sycamore sitting at fourteen and ten, um, led by a really strong um, three ninety two average from Henning, um, four eighty nine on base percentage, a six fifteen slug, um, so just really good numbers there. Um, pitching wise, they're a little more balanced than the Redbirds. Uh, the Redbirds have Hannah Ross, like you said, at two oh nine, but then. Uh, the Sycamores, you have a 2.5, a 2.68, and a 3.06. So all three of those numbers are higher or better than the Redbirds' second. So maybe a little more balanced in terms of pitching and hitting for the Sycamores this year. Yeah, overall, just middle of the pack uh, team in that category and just in general. Like, yeah, they're fifth place in MVC right now. And like you said, I believe, what, two games back behind Murray State? Yep. And they get the gift of 4 and 20 Valparaiso this weekend. So they have a legitimate shot of if, getting yeah, Missouri that State. Buy. Handles business. Missouri State would have to, I guess I have to check the to see if those two have played yet this year, um, Indiana State and Murray State, which they have. And Murray State won two out of three against them. So the only way they, have a sweep. they would have to be swept and Indiana State would have to sweep. But, I mean, that's not out of the picture at all. Missouri State, very good team. And like you said, I mean, Indiana State, Valparaiso, the, I mean, Valparaiso. the bottom of the conference right now. Yeah. So, um, it'll it'll be interesting right now. Uh, they've won five of their last nine, so just been kind of up and down. Uh, but yeah, their offense, their fourth and batting average, fifth and run scored, third and hits, seventh and home runs, ninth and walks, and tenth and strikeouts. They are uh, also ninth in stolen bases. So yeah, just ups and downs on the uh, offensive side of it. But yeah, their uh, pitching staff is in the upper echelon of the MVC, fourth in ERA and strikeouts, fourth least uh, hits allowed and earned runs allowed. Uh, fifth in walks and fifth uh, least home runs allowed. So uh, their pitching staff, just like you echoed, uh, has been a really has done a really good job at uh, controlling uh, offenses. Yeah, definitely. Um, like we said, I mean, this is a big series ahead for the Sycamores. Um, final, like we said, final weekend. A lot of things can switch in the standings. Um, I think the only thing completely set in stone in the MVC standings right now is you and I as the one yeah. seed. Everything else can still move. Valparaiso could catch UIC. UIC could catch Bradley. Bradley to Evansville and so forth. I mean, there's from 
one, two, three, four, five, six. So from seventh all the way down to twelfth, there's just five games between those two, five and a half between those two teams. So I mean, obviously twelve can't catch seven, but when it's that small of a gap, a lot of movement. Um, and then, like I said, between second and then between sixth, there's six games there. So a lot of uh, movement definitely ahead for us in the Missouri Valley Conference standings. Um, the next team that we'll uh, move on to talk about. Um, Southern Illinois Salukis, uh, like I said, they're currently sitting sixth in the Missouri Valley Conference, three games back of Murray State and four games ahead of Belmont. So they are no lower than the sixth seed come the MVC tournament. Um, similar to, uh, I would compare them almost more to ISU in terms of offense and then pitching. Pitching-wise, you have Matty Eberl. I'm pronounce that I'm not positive but 248 there for her ERA um, she's the only one under three uh, for the Salukis but then batting wise I mean Elizabeth Warwick Emma Austin and Riley Hamilton all above 350 and then you have two more um, qualifying hitters who are above 300 so really strong performance offensively and like I said it's a similar uh, to the Redbirds where 33 appearances for Eberl um, and a two four eight ERA. That's a really impressive number. Yeah, if it wasn't for you and I, this offense would stick out honestly just the same because they're second in batting average, OPS, runs scored, and hits. They're they're just they're right just behind you and I. Uh, but clearly, the pitching staff hasn't really done them any favors. They're eighth in ERA. Yeah, eighth in ERA strikeouts, second least hits allowed, which is good, of course. Second, uh, sixth most earned runs allowed. Most walks allowed, that's really uh, the area that's killed them uh, with the walks. And then they have second most wild pitches and hit batters. So just command issues have really uh, hurt them. And then third most home runs allowed. So overall, the pitching staff just hasn't been able to find its groove and uh, kind of complement what the offense has done all year. Right now, they're just not in a good spot. They've lost 10 of their last 13. So... They're playing some of their worst uh, ball right now, and this is definitely not the time for that. Because um, they were, if, you're, if that, so they were ten and one overall. Their record's thirty-two and fifteen. So they were ten and one in Missouri Valley Conference play, and then they've lost ten of their last thirteen to drop all the way to six. So I mean, what a turnaround! It. I mean, it, they definitely don't have an easy team coming up in the Redbirds. Not at all. Are coming off of a series win, like you said. But I mean, that pitching. I mean. It's just wild. I mean, the control's not there, and when they are throwing strikes, they're throwing strikes that are easily hittable. It's not like they're borderline pitches. So, I mean, you're going to have to figure some of those things out. Um, obviously, it's late in the season. Like I said, it's a tough Redbird team coming up here. Um, but whatever adjustments you can make ahead of the MVC tournament here, and I think it's just two weeks away now, um, not this coming weekend, but the following one, uh, you're going to have to make them as quickly as possible because while your offense is there, if you're not able to slow down uh, – any teams, it's going to be harder for you to win games. Um, the last team we're going to talk about today, uh, the Belmont Bruins, uh, currently sitting seventh in the Missouri Valley Conference standings. Uh, they are just half a game ahead of Drake, um, just a game and a half ahead of Evansville, so they could fall. They can't climb any higher than the seven seed as they are three and a half games back of the Salukis that we just talked about. Um, but you look at them and their offense not on the level of some of these other teams that we've talked about today. I mean, they only have two qualifying hitters above 300, um, and then only four more qualifying hitters above 200 with Kaylee Varner uh, playing 46 games, and she's just at a 164 there. But you have two pitchers under a 3 RA with 25 or more appearances. 
that's a really good number to see. Uh, Maya Johnson, 11-6 with a 2-3-6 ERA. But then Emma Summers has a 2-8-6 ERA, but she's 10-13. and 13. So, I mean, she's getting a lot of the workload there, but uh, like we said, the offense not really giving her a whole lot to work with. Yeah, it's just pretty much the opposite of SIU. Uh, their, their pitching has been great. They've gotten at least 124 innings out of those two pitchers that you mentioned. But that offense is 5th in batting average, 6th in runs and hits, 7th in home runs, 8th in walks, 5th most strikeouts, 3rd in stolen bases, Granted, clearly hasn't been able to do much or lead to any runs. Um, but, yeah, the, the pitching staff has been great. Third in strikeouts, seventh in earned runs allowed, third least walks allowed. And they, granted, they have given up the second most home runs, so that that's one of their sore areas. Um, but as a whole lately, again, another team that just has not been on one. Uh, they've only won two of their last nine. They closed with seven and 17 Bradley, so that's going to be a very – it's going to be a close matchup because, I mean – Belmont's only nine and fourteen, so it'll be a very interesting uh, matchup for uh, seeding purposes. Of course, not going to get the buy, but it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Yeah, definitely. So we'll look at uh, some of the matchups this weekend. So you have Indiana State versus Valparaiso. So Indiana State looking for a sweep, and they're looking for Missouri State to sweep Murray State so that they can try to get into that buy. Uh, Missouri State, Murray State, like I just said, Missouri State trying to hold on to that two seed. Murray State trying to hold on to the four and potentially climb to the three. Uh, Evansville, U and I. Evansville is looking to catch Drake and not fall to Bradley, but you and I, I mean, they're, they've shown that they're the best team in the conference all year, um, and that's going to be tough for Evansville to kind of hold on to that uh, nine seed that they're holding on to right now. Belmont Bradley, like you just talked about, SIU, ISU, um, which is obviously the big series there. Illinois State trying to hold on to that three seed. They could catch Missouri State, but a lot could happen there. And then lastly, UIC Drake, which is uh, – a relatively big series for UIC and for Drake. Drake trying to catch Belmont, trying not to fall to Evansville. UIC, same thing, trying to catch Bradley and not fall to Valparaiso. So the only thing set in stone, you and I as the one seed, a lot can be uh, moved around here over the coming weeks, but uh, definite, or over the coming weekend, so definitely a lot to uh, look forward to in the Missouri Valley Conference. Um, I think that's it for softball. Anything else from you, Jacob? I think the only other thing with you and I, it'll be interesting to see if they can keep their winning streak going. Right now it's at 13, so it'll be uh, very, very interesting to see if they take that into a tournament play. Um, Evansville, of course, is going to have to play a spoiler to that, so that should be a really fun matchup. Yeah, definitely, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how some teams who struggled so much against you and I in the regular season uh, rebound. I mean, the Redbirds, like we said last week, Every game was tied or the Redbirds were leading after five innings and then they fell apart, but you never know. Something different can happen in uh, tournament play, but I do just about uh, you and I. I mean, still, these numbers offensively are just, every time I look at them, it blows my mind. A, a 9.36 slug for Maya Dodge is one of the wildest numbers I've ever seen in my entire life. That's just absolutely ridiculous. And then the 4.83 on base percentage is all it is. So, I mean... Just video game numbers. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's video game numbers, and this is going to be a tough team to beat, but the Redbirds fought, and I think they've shown, you and I have shown that they are beatable, but can somebody finish them off? I mean, yeah. they've, they've been in these games till the end. Can you put on the finishing blow at the end? Um, last thing we want to talk about today, the ISU baseball team. We'll touch on real quick. Um, they've really... Something clicked for this team ever since, I would say, that loss to Milwaukee was the last time um, that you really saw struggles out of them. I mean, 
you had Northern Illinois, you scored 18 runs. Bradley, uh, you had a, you won that series 2-1, and it's wild that you only, the run differential was only, I think you plus six for the Redbirds, because uh, they won the first two, no, it was, it was even. They just, it was washed, because they lost by 16 that final game. But So they had three in a row, then the loss to Bradley, and then they won two more in a row, lost to SIU, and then a huge rebound by taking those last two games against Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois, I believe, is one of the top teams in the conference right now. I think they're third right now. I know. I couldn't remember if they were third or fourth. Yeah. I'm going to look that up right now just to confirm. Just a couple weeks ago, they were in first, I believe. I can't, I think. They're currently sitting in third. Um, they're three games back from Missouri State, so odds are it's going to be tough for them to catch. But actually, there's still two more series. I forget baseball's a week behind in terms of that. And then uh, Murray State's only a game back for them. But a huge series win for the Redbirds, 2-1. A lot of their conference play had been struggles. And then, then they beat Bradley, and yeah, it's a big series win, but Bradley currently sitting last in the conference, just a game behind you. Um, but then to get two out of three against SIU, who, like you said, is in third in the conference, is absolutely huge. However... They're still tied with Belmont, and they lose the tiebreakers. Right now, the Redbirds are not in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, but like I said, they're a week behind, so they have two more series left against, or three actually, um, Evansville, UIC, Valparaiso. Those three teams are combined four games under and ten games under five hundred. Evansville is a good baseball team, though. They have some really good pitchers. They stole a game against Indiana State, only their second conference loss, uh, Friday night game. Um, so that's going to be a tough series, um, and that's who they're facing this coming weekend at Duffy Bass Field. And then you go UIC, and to me, that's the biggest one. You have to get two out of three at least against them, potentially a sweep. And then you close out in Valparaiso, uh, who, regardless of the standings, I mean, you're only a game back from Valparaiso right now. Really only three games back from Evansville. So, I mean, if you can get a series win against the Purple Aces, you could climb the standings a lot. And I think... The 6-12 and 12 conference record is deceiving. It's not an indicator of what they, the type of baseball they've been playing lately. Yeah, and I think uh, you talked about it. We, I know before they played that Bradley series, we were really questioning where this was going to go because if they couldn't win that series, it, it was going to be over for them. But they won that series, and then with uh, the SIU uh, series this last weekend, they've really gotten back on track. They've won seven of their last nine uh, we've talked about their pitching woes. Jason Hibbert had a really good outing. He went seven innings, allowed one run in uh, that 10-7 to win that went into, what, 12 innings. Uh, Luke Chang uh, had his most timely uh, first home run of the year. Uh, and just a note on Luke Chang, he's back finally. He just started his first game in at least a month, I think it has been, in that game last night against Sorry. Iowa that they lost. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Rasmussen, Lawrence, Basella have just been continue uh, continue to just play spectacularly. Um, Shea Robinson has continued uh, his excellent performance. Uh, him and uh, Rasmussen combined for five of the team's hit, uh, eight hits against uh, Iowa in that loss last night. So you're getting guys back and you're kind of hitting your stride right now. Uh, but playing the middle uh, these middle pack of the teams uh, to close out the year is going to be. Again, we've talked about it. It's just going to be huge for uh, those seeding purposes, especially since they're on the outside looking in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, big three series remaining for the Redbirds. Uh, you'll have to follow along on all our Twitter accounts for all that information over these final few weeks. But like I said, I mean, six straight home games here. I would say if you're the Redbirds, you have to try to get 
Evansville's a tough team. So, I mean, if you can get four, maybe five out of those six games, you're feeling really successful. Evansville's a tough one. So, I mean, if you can get, if you win that series against Evansville, you're feeling really good about yourself. And then you take two or sweep against UIC going into that final series, you're having a lot of confidence. But like you said, right now they're still on the outside looking in. So, they're going to have to keep doing what they've been doing lately. Uh, I think that's it for me. Anything else from you, Jacob? I think I'm good. Uh, like I said, uh, make sure to follow along for all the remaining uh, coverage of the ISU baseball and softball team and all the uh, spring sports on our Twitter accounts at the underscore Redette and at Vidi underscore sports. And uh, we will talk to you guys next year.